Hello viewers, welcome to Kapenam, the town of Jesus. We are finally here and it is a very wonderful and significant place in the Bible. This is where Jesus Christ did most of his ministry work, right here in this town and we are here today. It is so amazing. We are walking in the footsteps of Jesus Christ, making our Bible a physical one. Right behind me, this side, is where Peter's house is located, his disciple Peter. His house was right there and that's where we read in the Bible it is recorded that there was a crippled man that they were trying to bring to Jesus but because the house was so full, full of crowds, they couldn't manage to bring him in through the door and they had to make a hole on the roof to let the man down to be touched by Jesus Christ. And also to my far right there is a synagogue. Um, this synagogue was built right on top of the ancient synagogue where Jesus Christ, our Savior, used to teach, where he used to preach. It is also recorded again of this place that Jesus Christ casted out a demon in a man on the Sabbath day. It happened right here and it is so amazing that we are here today. Not only this about this town, but also Matthew, the disciple of Jesus Christ, came right from this town. So as you see, there's so many things, so many biblical events that happen in this place and we are just connecting. And I would like you also to connect through Prophetic Channel. Remain connected. We are visiting here a village that dates back as early as the Hasmonean period. And it goes up until the seventh century. We have uh, coins that was found here in the digs that were done by the Franciscans that uh, confirm that fact. Uh, this city, as you can see, it is right next to the sea. And as the prophet mentioned earlier, it wasn't just any city, but it was a border city between two different kingdoms, the kingdom of Herod Antipas to the west, the kingdom of Herod Philippi to the east. And it was right next to the trade route, the same road that we've been following up here, the Via Maris. So anybody teaching here, his words would be taken by people doing trade either up north into Asia or down towards the west and then up north into Europe or even down south, even down to Africa. So because this was a city located where it was, first of all, we find fishermen here. Makes sense. Also, because it was a border city, we find also soldiers. And to guard the border, and you would also have tax collectors as well to also tax the people coming with the trade. And all of these uh, people are mentioned in the New Testament. Uh, Matthew being a tax collector, a general, a Roman general, a centurion who had a servant who was sick and ill. And he comes to the Lord and he says, please come and heal my servant and Jesus willing to even go to his house but he won't have it because he says I is not worthy only if you speak the, the word master and he does he speaks the word and he is healed that same centurion helped to build a synagogue did anybody see a synagogue in Capernaum that synagogue still stands till this day one that was built a little later on the fourth century but identically 
on the same foundation of the synagogue from the days of Jesus. And uh, the head of that synagogue, does anybody remember a man by the name of Yair? His daughter was sick and about to die. And eventually he comes, he begs Jesus, please come to the house. And they say, please leave the rabbi alone. She is already gone. It is too late. But his faith would save his little girl. Because Jesus would say, don't worry, she will not die. And he comes and he brings her back to life. He has the power to bring back to life. That water that we've been speaking of ever since we came here. That event and many other events, casting out demons. A woman who spent all of her years and all of her money on the best doctors that she could find could do no good. But right here on this street that we just walked, she knew that if she would touch only the corner of his garment, that she would be healed. And her faith saved her and she touched it. And that took place here as well. So Prophet, thank you for bringing us over here and thank you for giving us a chance to be here in Capernaum. We were here where Jesus Christ walked. This is the exact spot. And I'm telling you, we are walking right in the footsteps of Jesus. As you've heard, so many miracles happened here. And we we're just here connecting to the power of miracles. And we know that our lives will never be the same again. Right now, we're moving right along. Um, bus 1 and bus 2 are going to Nazareth, where Jesus Christ, our Lord, was raised. He was called Jesus Christ of Nazareth because of that city. And the rest of the buses, bus 3 and 4, we are heading to Cana, the place where Jesus Christ performed his very first miracle. He, he turned um, water into wine and we are heading right there right now. I would like you to connect and to keep watching Prophetic Channel. What we see here, it's a synagogue. It's part of synagogue. When we go out from here, we see the continuation of this synagogue. And those of you who are in my bus already know that we talk about it several times, that the synagogue is a house of gathering, right? The people were like uh, reading and celebrating. This is the place when they had the first miracle. According to the book of John, chapter 2. Jesus and his mother and his disciples were attending in a wedding. And what happened in this miracle, I'll be going to read it for you in a second. He turned six vessels or container of water into fine wine, good wine. Means like, yeah, there's a saying on it, they said, like I said, I give you a new covenant or better covenant. What you have, the Old Testament. I came to fulfill, I didn't come to change, and I give you a new covenant. When you read the Bible, the Bible tells you 
that those containers were made of they were made of stone why because according to the Jewish tradition my friends stone always stay pure because it doesn't observe like you know clay usually when you go to wedding they give you the fine wine in the beginning when you drink the fine wine people got drunk a little bit and they won't tell the difference if it's good wine and bad wine and they give, can give like bad wine or cheap wine here Jesus made like this water into fine wine better wine are you guys with me what I try to say is like there is a say the Bible tried to tell us something they say like what you had the old covenant we keep we fulfill I didn't come to change I'm bringing you a new covenant something better this is the meaning the way I look at this the way I read it when he performed when he start like the first miracle this was the first miracle that uh, Jesus Christ performed he performed you know according uh, Francis of Assisi thousands of miracles even though some of them are not uh, uh, in the Bible and just two miracles in perform in Jerusalem when we be in Jerusalem we talk about this particular two and this one in Cana was the first one here in a place there used to be a synagogue synagogue house of gathering viewers as we heard from our guide this is a synagogue right here where we are standing as you see these are the ancient rocks a synagogue in those days used to be a place of gathering of social events so weddings would happen in places like this that's why about 2,000 years ago it is recorded in the Bible that Jesus Christ and his mother they went to attend a wedding and when they had run out of wine Mary his mother called for Jesus to do something and though Christ said my time has not yet come but she told the people who were there do whatsoever that he tells you to do and he commanded them to fill a jar just like this one with water and once they filled it it turned into wine he performed his first miracle in this place and today people from all over the world they come to this place um, some of them they renew their wedding vows some weddings happen right here connecting to what happened 2,000 years ago it is so amazing you can see this is a jar made of stone as in the old days so we just finished our tour of Cana the place where Jesus Christ performed his first miracle and we, we got to see the place we got to see the jar we got to see where water was turned into wine and you know Jesus Christ never performed these miracles for the mere sake of performing them but every miracle that Jesus Christ performed had a prophetic significance behind it the water that they used actually you should know that it was not clean water but it was dirty water because according to Jewish tradition when they were entering the synagogue they would wash their hands and feet purify themselves so this was actually a dirty water that they poured into that jar and Jesus Christ turned it into something wonderful he turned it into wine so it symbolizes the death on the cross which brought us our salvation wherein he forgave our sins he purified us and got rid of our filth and and he reconciled us back to himself so this is what happened on this place about 2,000 years ago and it was so amazing and it's so beautiful the story of our salvation and we got to experience it firsthand right here in Cana
viewers of Prophetic Channel, welcome to day three of the Prophetic Israel Tour with Major One Prophet Shepid Bishiri. This is Rema Mapara reporting right from Tiberias, Israel. And today we are heading south down to Jerusalem. Yes, we are going to Jerusalem and it is so exciting. We will go through several sites today. Um, one of them is the Jordan River where our Lord was baptized. And Major One will be conducting a baptism service where he will be baptizing all of us into that same water and it is so amazing um, we are also going to go through Jericho yeah where Joshua fought the battle of Jericho where the walls came crumbling down we're also going to go to the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem as well as the Dead Sea so we've got quite a schedule planned for the day and as you can see behind me these are the buses we are all set all four buses set going south to Jerusalem. My name is Otilia Sindanoka Pangelo, all the way from Namibia. Wow, all the way from Namibia. Yes, that's amazing. Uh, tell me, Ma, today is a new day and we are heading down to Jerusalem. How excited are you? We have got the Jordan where we'll be baptized, we've got Jericho, the Dead Sea. What are you expecting today? I'm so excited, I'm looking for to be baptized by the major prophet. Into the Jordan? Oh, yes, yes. I'm excited and I'm looking forward. <laughs> Amen. Thank Amen. you very much. And can you tell me about yesterday? How was it for you? It was a great experience. It was actually amazing. The whole tribute was really, really amazing and I've learned a lot. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Ma. Enjoy your day. Blessed. I'm Apostle Shama Bashiri and I'm from South Africa. All right. Uh, man, we've got you on this tour with Major One. Can you tell me, we've been to many places already since yesterday and the other day we've been to Mount Carmel, the Mountain of Beatitudes and many other places. Can you share with me one of your experiences in one of the places? Well, it's been um, a very wonderful experience here. Um, I cannot explain because everywhere we've been, we've been to has been a wonderful experience. But... Um, just being here with Major One right here in Israel, everywhere, it's been a wonderful experience. It's awesome, it's, awesome. it's beautiful. I can't explain the feeling of being here, especially with, um, with my father, with our father, Major One. So it's a really a wonderful experience here. Yeah. Amen. And right now we're heading to Jerusalem. We'll also go through the Jordan where we'll be baptized. Jericho, tell me how are you feeling and what are you expecting? Oh, it's a wonderful feeling, really a wonderful feeling. And I'm expecting... Um, uh, special time with uh, with God as we continue on this uh, special tour so I'm really expecting so much I'm very expectant uh, everywhere we've been, everywhere we're going to I'm very expectant and I'm so much looking forward for um, new things every day yeah it's awesome and I'm very happy so excited yeah Amen. And man of God, I've noted that it is not your first time here. You were also here last year. Can you tell me what made you decide to come again when you were already here last year and you saw some of these places? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is not my first time to be here, but um, it's just a wonderful feeling to be here. This place is a beautiful place. It's not just a beautiful place. It's a holy land. And uh, our connection to this place is more important. So I feel home to be here. Every time that I'm here, I feel home, and especially to come here with uh, our prophet, Major One, it's, it's just fantastic, it's beautiful, it's a good feeling. So I can come here as many times as I can, um, because it's home, <laughs> it's home, yeah. Amen, thank you very much, man of God, it was an honor. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, my name is Associate Pastor Cindy, coming from ECG South Africa, the headquarters. Um, hey. 
We are so excited to be here in Israel today. This is another day, another tour. Today we're gonna go and be baptized. We're looking forward to it with the major one. It, our lives can never be the same again. Amen. Um, man of God, yesterday we were in several places and one of the places we went to was Capernaum where our Lord um, did most of his ministry work there. We saw the house where he lived and everything. Tell me, how did it feel to be walking in the footsteps of Jesus to know that you're in the same place that our Lord was and did some great and mighty miracles? You know, Capernaum appears in the Bible several times. So just to relive it, just to be there, just to see the, the synagogue where Jesus Christ made miracles, just to see the place whereby they were able to take off the roof and put the layman inside just for Jesus Christ to heal that person it was a life-changing experience Amen. Thank you very much. And man of God, as you said, today we are heading down to Jerusalem, many places. Can you tell me what are you expecting to happen in your life once you get to those places? I'm expecting that by the time I rise up again from the River Jordan, my life will never be the same. Everything that concerns me is going to be left inside the river. Hallelujah. Viewers, this is our first site for today. We are here on Mount Tabor. Mount Tabor is this side to my left. Um, this mountain is also called the Mountain of Transfiguration. There is a great story about what happened here in Matthew chapter 17, where Jesus Christ transfigured before his disciples Peter, James, and John. And Moses and Elijah appeared to him on this mountain. Um, this mountain also is recorded of in the book of Judges where prophetess Deborah and her general Barak set out to war against the Canaanite nations, the Caesareans, and God gave them victory right on this mountain. So we are going up, we're getting into the shuttles because the road to the mountain of transfiguration happens to be very narrow and it is steep as you can see. So we are getting into this shuttles, driving up to the mountain of transfiguration. Viewers, before we leave, I would like to show you something very wonderful. If you come with me this side, um, far that side, up on that uh, hill, that's where Nazareth is, the city where Mary, the mother of Jesus, came from. And that is where Jesus Christ was raised. And today we know him as Jesus Christ of Nazareth because of that city right there on that hill. We have now arrived at the mountain of transfiguration known as Mount Tabor and uh, this place it is recorded in Matthew 17 that Jesus Christ transfigured before his disciples Peter, James and John and two prophets appeared. It was Moses and it was Elijah and our Father and the Lord has taught us that these prophets represent the spirit of prayer, the spirit of supplication. So right here behind me that is a cathedral that the Roman Catholics built over that point um, they built a tabernacle for Moses, for Elijah, and for Jesus Christ. And as we are going there, we are connecting to the spirit of prayer, the spirit of supplication. And I would like you to come with me and join me.
While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice out of the cloud, which said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. The word, This is my beloved Son, was mentioned twice by God. The first place where God said, This is my beloved Son, was when Jesus was just baptized. And God said, this is my beloved son. Remember, that's where we are going from here. And the second place where he was told, the, uh, the voice was said, this is my beloved son, was also on this mountain. So there are two places which we are visiting today. And those two places, God said, this is my beloved son. Now, the one place didn't say, hear him. He said, in him, I am well pleased. That's on the Jordan River. But here... God commanded us, God commanded everyone to hear him. Now, there are two revelations. The one where God says, I am pleased in my son. But now, God came, I mean, on this mountain with a loud voice when Elijah and Moses appeared. And um, Elijah is um, a symbol of prophets or prophecy. And uh, Moses is a symbol of the law, which is the way, the word of God. Now, God revealed himself on this mountain through the law and through prophecy that uh, he is God. So there was the word of God. I mean, there was a prof prophecy of the prophet. Uh, uh, and then there was the law. And then there was his voice. And then there was the shadow that came here of a cloud. God covered, covered them both with a thick cloud. Now, I just want to say this to everyone here that is here. To look at that, that, that scene, as, uh, uh, that scenario as one of the most important and significant. Why did God, first of all, have to send Elijah and Moses? At the very same time, um, Elijah, as I said, represents prophecy, the prophecy fulfillment that uh, which is the New Testament, and Moses represents the Old Testament. Uh, remember, God had a prophesied that I shall send uh, an, a, another Elijah, or the spirit of Elijah, and God revealed that on, on, on uh, uh, Prophet John. God said that he shall be born, and he shall come in the spirit and the power of Elijah. Now. Uh, John came in the New Testament to announce, prepare you the way of the Lord. Make his way straight. Are, are you hearing that? Make his way straight. And God revealed himself here. There was the Shekinah glory. There was the visible glory that overshadowed them here. So I, I want to say this to everyone here that is on this mountain, that you are standing at the mountain. That is most important, spiritually. This is where um, God revealed himself through the law and through the prophets, through the Old Testament, through the New Testament. And God spoke here and warned us here to hear him. Are you hearing that? And Jesus Christ, um, he was transfigured right here. There was a change. What, what was the meaning of that change? The first thing that I want to share with you about the meaning of the changes, God 
want to show us that he is not just a son of man. He, he is also a son of God. There was the other side which the disciples of Jesus had not yet seen of Jesus. Are, are you hearing me? There was a divine side which they had not yet seen. And remember these two prophets, both Moses and Elijah, no one knew and saw their burial. Elijah was taken up physically, and Moses, his body, the angel had to come from heaven and rebuke the devil. Now, these are two great prophets in the Old Testament, and these are two prophets that appeared here on this mountain. They are all, in all history, the only time where Elijah and Moses appeared together was on this mountain. Imagine you are standing on that mountain. So it's very important. What, what was it that God had to send Elijah and God had to send Moses? Not only that, but his presence came in the form of the cloud. Not only that, but God spoke on this very mountain. Not only that, but Jesus was transformed, transfigured, metamorphosed, changed. His face, everything about him, changed on this mountain. Now, I, I believe we can use that as a, our advantage, that God also can change our lives. Yes. Everything about you can get transfigured on this mountain. Uh, are you hearing me, someone? Yes. Your life can get transfigured on this mountain. And I want us to pray. I want us to pray, okay? I want us to pray. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we believe what happened on this mountain. Amen. And we believe that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. We believe if you made Jesus to get transfigured, you can also transfigure our life on this mountain. Amen. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we pray for your Amen. grace. We pray for your grace to overshadow us in the name of Jesus. Amen. As you sent your cloud to cover everyone who was here, we believe also that you can cover every person here in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You sent Elijah, you sent Moses on this mountain. We also believe that you can send our miracle in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh Lord, reveal your power and your strength to us on this mountain in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We say thank you once again that we stand and walk on the footsteps of Jesus. Amen. And thank you, Father, for your word of promise. Amen. And Father, thank you for your word which said, hear him. Amen. Give us the ability to hear Jesus Christ and to follow him. Amen. And never fail in our faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hello, everyone there. This is wonderful. Um, we have been on this wonderful mountain, the mountain of transfiguration. You see, this uh, mountain where uh, Jesus Christ came here with James, Peter, and John, and they were praying on this mountain, and, and the Holy Spirit just transfigured Jesus, and he was transfigured, metamorphosed, he changed into another state. You see, it was an amazing experience here. 
As you can see, all these people with me behind were coming just from this side. We are still on the side, though. This is where Peter changed his statement of confession. When he said, it's good that we're here. Let's build three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. As he said that God did a wonder when he sent the cloud that covered everyone who was here. And God said, this is my son, hear him. So God was uh, first, uh, first of all, he was trying to show Peter that he is not just Jesus, the son of man, but he is Jesus, the son of God. And then he gave an order and a command to say, hear him. So it's a command that was given on this mountain. So Jesus Christ, he was transfigured. Not just that, but Moses and Elijah appeared on this mountain. The only mountain that great prophets appeared spiritually and physically was this mountain. The mountain of transfiguration. I know you can't be here, but by prophetic channel, I have brought you on this mountain. As you can see, all these people right here, we are coming just on this side just to see the place of transfiguration i hope next year or this year i'm gonna have you again with you on this mountain to see the mount of transfiguration it's amazing to see the bible real in the reality to walk in the days of prophecy and fulfillment and in the in the land which is called the holy land it's wonderful to have you love you and let's go to jordan